the end of a long day for me. How's it going? Hello. Welcome. Very good. Peter. Welcome back. Episode four. Episode four. And as uh, we discussed last time, I'm not going to say anything except, "Hey, hello, hello." <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Keep it crisp. Great. So, what are we doing today? Guju, Guju land. Oh, nice. Your hometown. My hometown. Actually, Hardik and uh, Krunal and I played together. So, my home buddy as well. What do you mean, play together? Like. He was playing in the TV, and you were playing outside. Or what do you mean, play together? Man, back then he was like a four-foot-nothing opener who used to wear a West Indian helmet and come and defend balls. He was one of the best defenders of all. So, But he had the West Indian, you know, <laughs> obsession since he was a kid. He was actually, and uh, surprisingly, everyone else used to get these blue fancy helmets, and he used to get the maroon. <laughs> for our under 14 team and come and defend in a 50 over game i think that's where now you see where hartik got his batting from i think he looked at his brother and is like i don't want to do any of this <laughs> so but well yes diving into the gujarat titans and their first ever ipl uh, season yes so what have we got here What do you think? We've got Ashish Nehra, who I don't know how he became a coach. Uh, Gary Kirsten, who's a brilliant mentor and a decent scout, and then Ardik Pandya, who's captaining, who just gave an interview yesterday saying he wants to be the next MSD. Thing is, I think with his personality, I think he's more likely to become the next MSG. Uh, I think it's okay. I think even that's a That's good enough. You mean uh, both off spin, leg spin, everything? <laughs> yeah, but he is as close as it would get to MSG because he's probably the best all rounder that India has at the moment. If uh, given if he's fully fit, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they paid a whooping fifteenth crore. Is it? Wow. That's a lot of money. Oh, yeah, that is fifteen crore for him and fifteen for Rashid. That's almost, I think, almost half the purse gone. Yeah, close to half the purse gone. So uh, GT really believes that these guys can can do it for them. And given their abilities, I think, say Rashid, as you've mentioned time and again as well, he makes it a sixteen over game. Uh, yes. Was max thirty on a bad day, and at least a wicket or two. So uh, yeah, it's a killer. And SRS didn't retain him, and I guess you'll get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Hardik, uh, Rashid, and Shubman Gill. I think brilliant retentions or whatever equivalent of new teams they want to call it, and. They've they've sort of tried to build a culture with all rounders. On another day, I would have called them bits and bit uh, pieces players, but I want to I don't want to be labeled as a manjreker on a new. <laughs> but they built a team around certain people such as those. But one very interesting thing that I feel I want to point out before we get right into the eleven is 
uh, they've if you look at their indian rookies where you would have seen most teams have a bunch of those 20 lakh 30 lakh buys these guys have gone all out on some yeah very well scouted rookies and yeah some might think that they might have mistaken yash dayal as yash dhul and paid treatment to crows but not quite he's actually a pretty decent left armer uh, he's got an average of what i think 22ish and bowls at 140 he's been touted as the next uh, irfan pathan in terms of his shape so interesting uh, he's him as well as uh, sai kishor and uh, sai sudarshan these are tnpl stars so they they've really thought through their their rookies so they've got some yeah. ground who's giving them reports and they've gone for rookies that were actually uh, sought out for by other teams as well so that's that's a good sign abhinav yes. showed his ability in the first game and he's he's just he's he's got an interesting story something similar to what you saw with kohli when he was coming about where they said that he played a game the next day after his father passed away so early on abhinav manohar was hit on the head and uh, he passed out went to hospital and next day he batted and helped wow. his team win in the under 14 or under 16 category so some strong characters maybe long term prospects for gt and maybe the team will will come about on these players um i'll get to gurbaz later i think as soon as we get to the 11 so ayer i think you you've been a big fan of gurbaz as well and you mentioned this when we were starting off saying uh, it might be a blessing in disguise right yeah so given that jason roy is, I, uh, yeah sorry no i th- yeah i think cuz i'm i'm a bit suspect suspicious of matthew wade mm-hmm. i think he sort of struggles for pace when it comes to spin i mean even in the first game i think we saw him hit like a run a ballish 30 right so i think at some point they might want to swap that you know matthew wade style for someone maybe like gurbaz who's a little more attacking hmm. you know he's sort of young a bit more innovative or they can go down the route of saha as well who's hmm. sort of shown to play those sort of cameos right because i think they will need some more power at the top uh vijay shankar is steady guy at number 3 but i think it's a bit yeah i i'm interesting choice to have him sort of be the be the focal point of your batting hmm. which means hardik really has to stand up david miller sort of a another guy who's sort of blown blown hot blown cold in the ipl so yeah i think yeah well anyway, let's let's get to it when we go through the 11 but it is a bit of a yeah Yeah, I think they will need batting backup at some point. My yeah, feeling. Exactly. So it's an interesting pick where I feel there have been some very good buys, but at the same time they've sort of concentrated a lot on a certain area, forgetting the yes, yeah, of the team. So they've got amazing opener and opening options. And here again, like if Wade doesn't do well as an opener. they can route in a saha maybe get wade down the order instead of yeah. and we saw wade finish yeah. the game in the semi finals against pakistan so yes he given a finisher role uh, there's gurbaz who's who's an exciting prospect he had an amazing tour in in bangladesh 
Fed of Afghanistan yeah. had a very successful tour and he's been touted as one of the stars of tomorrow during from his under 19 days. Yeah, and quite a few people have sort of called him out so exactly. keen to see what he has. And then of course you've got an anchor in Shubman Gill who's going to give you a 30 40 50 consistently uh, except for the zero that he scored in his first game. But he, he'll give you probably a 25 30 average season. So yeah. 120 strike rate. So that's not bad because GT does need one or two anchors. Uh, given their second anchor is Vijay Shankar. Yeah, I think they would. And, and they're also a bit light on pace at the top of the innings. Hmm. I see. I feel like Wade Gill and Vijay Shankar are all similar kind of players. Yeah, yeah. So who'll average between 20 and 30 and strike at 120? Right, right. Exactly. So to your point, I think Saha could be well, uh, utilized well. Gurbaz could be utilized well. But then the middle order is just like I don't know what's happening, man. They've got yeah. uh, Vijay Shankar as an anchor, and there is actually no replacement at the moment. There is none. Which is yeah. because Vijay Shankar himself was a replacement for a bunch of other people. And yeah. As a three-dimensional player, he's I don't know shown no more than a dimension and a half. And uh, he struggled in the IPL. Exactly, and Hardik Pandya is the anchor of this team, which scares me because <laughs> I don't think Hardik Pandya would be best suited for an anchor role. But who's yeah, there? no, but you know Hardik is not the way the team is set up. I don't think Hardik can actually play as an anchor because. If all goes well, what I mean, look at this team, right? I mean, you go with Gill, Wade, and Shankar in the top. Mm-hmm. If everything goes well, they're going to score. They're going to be ten overs, sixty for three, or you know, ten overs, seventy for three, mm-hmm. because they will all hit twenty to thirty runs and you know, around one hundred and twenty strike rate, right? So that's going to be ten overs, seventy for three when these guys get out. Mm-hmm. And then you don't need another anchor. You're likely to need a pickup in your pace after that. So Hardik is going to have to come in and. Score, pretty much. You know, he's not going to have to anchor, but he's going to have to like get going pretty soon because they don't have much power after that. I mean, they are good names like Miller on paper, but yeah, it is it is a bit. They haven't done the history; hasn't been too great. So Abhinav, Manohar, uh, Tevatya, and Miller amongst them, I would say they can get that next ten overs to be yeah, he or a hundred. But this is where I feel. You could play around with it, and this is where I think GT have done well. I don't know if they'll utilize it. So Miller hasn't scored at more than one thirty, one forty in the last three seasons of IPL, which mm-hmm. gives you a score of say one fifty, one sixty on paper. If that is what your finish is going to look like, yeah. So uh, I would probably play around in this way where I push Miller to number four. And say, okay, Ardik, you come only when the number of overs are say about seven, eight. Yeah, seven, eight to go. And yeah. so Miller would probably come in at number four, Ardik at five, followed by Manohar, Tevatya, and then if Tevatya doesn't work well, you yeah, you get in a Dominic Drakes, uh, yeah, him and remove weight for a Saha. So. These are interesting combinations that they've got, and I feel this team because we've seen the Miller Tevatya finisher role 
fail uh, at RR. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of worked the other day, but I would be very yeah. skeptical if you want to. I mean, I, these are the first games, right? Like a lot of the teams are finding their feet. True. And there's, yeah, I wouldn't read too much into the fact that they won the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of things went well for them in that game, and I don't see that happening for them every single time. True, exactly. The other thing, very similar in the thought process, is similar to the openers that they've got very similar brand of openers. They've got very unidimensional fast bowlers. So yes. we've got. Um, We've got Lockie Ferguson, Alzari Joseph, and uh, Varun Aaron. All hit the deck, fast bowlers. Yeah. Very, very delicate in terms of fitness. And yeah. And even Shami isn't the most fittest guy. Or, I mean, off late, he's also been, his sort of age is catching up. So he's not in his prime from a fitness perspective. Exactly. And, and these guys, Ferguson, Joseph, and Aaron on their day could give a 40 50 run. Four overs. Yes. So, I think, like they were lucky, Shami got them the three wickets in the first game. But the day Shami doesn't do well, yes, exactly. Because of Rashid Khan, they're going to go for 130, 140 with the four fast bowlers. I mean, they literally had to cash in two of their silver bullets, like you know, Tevati hitting a 50, chasing a score down. <laughs> it probably happens like twice a season in the yeah. last three years. It's not a regular thing. And Shami taking that sort of three wickets burst with the new ball happens like two or three times in a season at max. Exactly. So, you know, if you if you look at sort of the consistency of events occurring, like every player can, you know, every player wins you in a certain number of games in a season. Mm-hmm. You know, someone like a Surya Kumar wins you more than someone like, say, Shami or else. So, right. they've already seemed to cash in two of their silver bullets in just the first game. And that's what it took for them to win that game. At mm. some point, the law of averages are going to catch up. And I feel that they're going to really struggle, this team, mm. because they don't have batting backup and they don't have bowling backup. Exactly. So, so I don't know where the, I'm trying to go to the left and see who are their players. I mean, what have they actually done? You've got Jayant Yadav as another guy, Indian pro. You've got Pradeep Sahwar. I thought he stopped playing cricket. I mean, I was very surprised... You know, the funny thing about stop, uh, playing cricket. <laughs> yeah, like, weirdly, Gujarat seems to be this team that has picked a lot of these Indian, experienced Indian players whose career is either over or hasn't gone anywhere. I mean, they, so, you know, technically, like, Tevatiya, Ridhiman Saha, Jayant Yadav, Vijay Shankar, Varun Aaron, Pradeep Sangwar. I mean, they're not all the same in terms of what they've achieved. Saha's been like, Different, but you know, they're all sort of similar Indian experienced Indian players past their prime or right. who never really, you know, made it to the big big stage. So that is a bit of a risky formula to go in with. Because that might work if you have a very good international sort of roster to back it up. Hmm. But apart from Rashid and say Lockie, the international picks are also very Sort of the same. They're just the same Indian picks with the same character. I mean, the guys whose careers could have gone in one way but never really went. I mean, David Miller, Matthew Wade, hmm. none of these guys have really achieved their true potential. Alzari Joseph is young, but I don't see them, you know, being match winners yet. Maybe that's the aspect of MSG's captaincy that Ardik took up saying. Yes. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, he's got the first half 
covered. That's that's the tough part. Now the easy bit is there. Just get them to do like what CSK did. That's easy. That's the easy part. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to make it. And of course, Stephen Stephen Fleming is the same as Ashish Nehra, master. Yeah, <laughs> the left-handed, you know, pretty much calm and. A... Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I you know I did see an interview of Ashish Nehra after the auction, and you know he was sort of interviewing, and he was very happy. So. He but I, funny, he wasn't quick because, and you know, they were asking over the auction. He seemed very happy, but nobody else <laughs> was sort of agreeing with him, even in the panel. There, was also quite, quite um, satisfied. And Kirsten actually, just to give you an an idea, Kirsten actually talked about these three picks, saying we are very happy to be like this is a lot of money. This is ten crores almost. Yeah. On uh, on. They're, they're 8.8 crores. No, I, I don't. I definitely think those three picks are good. Like all of the first three could turn out to be sort of serious picks at the end of the season or in the end of a couple of seasons. But that formula normally works if you can, you know, you have these excited talents in the middle of a solid core. Hmm, hmm. You know, I mean, that's what they seem to have forgotten. I mean, Mumbai had a solid core and then they would bring in like a Chahar or a Bumbra or someone, you know, Bumbra hmm. back then. They could sort of absorb the core would absorb the pressure, and these guys could perform. You know, mm-hmm. the problem with having just young Indian players without a core sort of makes you look like Sunrisers, which has basically been Sunrisers' problem in the last four years. That they've had this five or six Indian players: Abhishek Sharma, Priyam Garg, Abdul Samad, Umran Malik. Mm-hmm. You know, all very exciting young Indian talents. But what was missing was that core. So you basically relied on these Indian rookies, hmm. and oftentimes the pressure got to them. So I I uh, don't agree on the absolute core not being present because you've got I think Gil Pandya, and yeah, Han form a reasonable enough core. Just hmm. yeah, I think as you mentioned, they will take time to build up to. Say a level of Mumbai or yeah. league where they develop those players through. And again, as I think, if they would want a little more consistency from Miller, Tevatya, and yes. Miller had killer 13, 14, 12, 13, 14 seasons of IPL, IPL 2013, 14, 15. Yeah, but that was very long back. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, yeah. Punjab Kings. But the problem. Yeah has been that ever since he's been viewed as that 150 200 type type player but he's given rajasthan a few victories with a 130 140 strike rate yeah so maybe i think he, yeah. yeah sorry no, i'm saying i think he's been pigeonholed too much maybe he's been pigeonholed too much as a finisher exactly and he can actually sort of play a bit of that anchor role because he is kind of experienced now he is quite senior so he should be able to sort of absorb that pressure. And I suspect Vijay Shankar, as much as I hope he does well, I don't think he's going to be, you know, able to carry a team through in the IPL as a number three batsman. I don't think he's there yet. But at some point, you would sort of need Miller to go up regardless. And, you know, you're going to try to patch that with, I don't know, with Gurkirat Man or... But that's the problem, right? I think they don't have backups. Like, I think what Gujarat hasn't done well is, I agree with you that the parts of the core are present. Mm-hmm. But unlike other teams, I think they've splashed a lot of money for a few players. Mm-hmm. 
So those four or five players are, you know, are very solid. Like, you know, they spent 15 each on Rashid and Karthik, 10 on, on Loki, 9 on Tevatia, which I think was 8 crores too much, 8 on Shubman Gill, 6 on Shami. So what has happened there is they have then had only one or two crores per player on the other parts of the course. So they have five or six players who are really good. Hmm. But they've had then they because they spend so much on each of them, the remaining five or six players are not very good. Hmm. And even those five or six players who are very good, I don't think they work particularly well together. Like in the sense that I mean they sort of like complement each other, but you know, it's it's not that unit is not there yet. I think they they they've mismanaged, you know, the imbal that balance has I don't think they've got that balance right. Hmm. Of True. How. So exactly, they're very Heavy on the top, heavy on the uh, bottom in a way. Yeah. They've got depth in the top, depth on the bottom, but nothing really in the middle. Yeah, That's I agree. Because so, they've got a decent 12 overs in that you know, between Rashid, Shami and Ferguson. I, I would say 9 out of 10 times you'll get a good 12 overs. I know Ferguson can be expensive, but he's generally quite good. Problem is... Typical. Sorry? And a wicket taker, typically. So that's and a wicket taker, and a wicket taker. But then I think there are some serious issues on the other four, other eight overs, right? So they got to squeeze that other eight between Vijay Shankar, Tevatia, Varun, Aaron, Hardik, or and Hardik. Hmm. And all of these guys are not exactly airtight. So I think they will sort of, you know, hmm. struggle hmm. in that instance. The, because if the, the really good teams will will see out the, the 12 and go after the 8. Yes. No, absolutely. So, I think they've gone for options versus quality. This is what they, they've probably looked at where they're thinking yeah. quality is covered with the retentions. And then they've gone for these players who can be made, can be given that new boost of confidence. And who knows? Gary Kirsten might might do something. Yeah. But I I'm not too sure about them making the playoffs this first season. Again, but, mm. uh, they might, but so yeah, I think they don't have depth in the squad. So yeah. I'm going to actually like maybe stick my neck out here and say that I think they will probably end up in the bottom end of this table. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is going to be the competition between them and SRH, I see that happening for the 10th spot. Because in a 10-team competition, I mean, remember, this is a 10-team IPL. It's a very long... I mean, I struggle to see how... I mean, they have a machine that needs a lot of parts, to a lot of moving parts to work for them to succeed. I struggle to see how that's going to work in a 14, uh, 14-game league when the fundamentals are not strong. So, if they do if they do qualify and if they prove me wrong, absolutely. I mean, that, that's the, that's the, you always live for those stories. But the way things stand, I'm really struggling. I mean, hmm. to see how they don't end up in the bottom half of the table. So, I uh, the only reason that I would differ, not just that I'm sitting in Badodra, <laughs> <laughs> is... Of course, I, that's nothing to do with it. <laughs> I feel... A new team, both say if I had to compare LSG and GT, I am of the opinion that I think GT might have a better season than LSG. 
for bold call yeah i know lsg has a much 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 better team i feel lsg yeah. has one of the best teams in the tournament on paper yes but their uh, leadership might according to me again this is something i'm not a big fan of hardik pandya either but yeah their leadership might be counterproductive but yeah maybe early days to call it i i could be biting my tongue yeah i think hardik can at least seems to be the guy who can rally the tro- troops a little bit when the chips are down kl rahul whenever the camera has always panned on him i always feel like he's really grumpy and really depressed i've never really seen him like smile i mean i don't know about you but you know like whenever i picture kl rahul in my head yeah. you know when the when he's not when he's batting but when you know the camera is panned to him he's always like you know like as if does it have yeah, a, so i don't know he doesn't uh, coach uh, gambhir wo bhi gambhir ye bhi gambhir ye bhi gambhir exactly uh anyways yes so yeah just probably to get a rating from you i get what you're saying about the yeah playoff chances but if you had to give this team or just pitch it against lsg srh and pbks who i'm expecting these four to be in the bottom four so i think you know srh definitely i think these guys can beat srh i mean srh is just got a We'll come to it, but they have a whole list of problems. Hmm. PBKs, I, I I know they won the first game, but they were quite lucky. I mean, Odin Smith, you know, got dropped. Sharuk was dropped. So again, a lot of luck went their way in that game. PBKs also has a lot of things that need to work for them in order to win. Hmm. When L when GT and PBKs play together, I think. More than who the most skilled team is, I think on that day, who the more luckier team is is going to get through. Just because you know they they these teams are one those who rely a lot on that sort of luck hmm. going their way. And what was the other team you mentioned? The fourth LSG. one, LSG. LSG. Look, LSG. I think technically, I'm still sort of bullish on them. Hmm. It can all unravel very quickly, but at least on paper, they have a very good team. They've got some really quality players there. So I think I'm quite positive. I know they lost the first game to Gujarat, but You know the first games, first two three games, most franchises are trying to f- find their feet. Hmm. So I'm not. I think I would definitely rate it as LSG among the top of those four names, and then maybe PBKS, then GT, and then SRH. Okay. In that order. Cool. I think uh, we've got a little. Maybe yeah. But I think once we cover them mid-season, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Let's see how they. Yeah, I'm quite keen to see how they go. Awesome, Ayer. Thanks. Perfect. And thank, thank you. you. Let's see you again next time.